Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. I'm Bryce Johnson. Thank you so much for joining us today. Our special guest is Eugene Robinson. Uh, We had a chance to talk with him backstage at the Man Up conference, and he is filled with energy and passion, and so you'll love hearing from him on the show today. Uh, If you haven't signed up for our email devotional blog, make sure you do that. We send it out Monday through Friday. It's a quick thought about sports, faith, and life, and we take a current sports story related to the Bible and, and send it directly to your inbox for free. Uh, and also, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, we hope you enjoy it, love it, and you want to subscribe. So if you haven't done that yet, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and check out our other interviews that we've done uh, in recent weeks. Thomas Davis, Mike Tomlin, uh, some really good content available in our podcast feed and on our website, unpackingit.com. Unpacking It Ministries is a ministry for sports fans, and our hope is to be a community of sports fans following Jesus. And so we hope that you'll be a part of that, and you can find out more information about getting connected to us uh, by going to our website, unpackingit.com, or email me, bryce at unpackingit.com. And if you want to support the ministry financially, we would greatly appreciate that. Uh, you can go to the website, and it's unpackingit.com slash donate, and uh, we greatly appreciate your support. Well, the Man Up Conference was fantastic, and we're psyched to share today's interview. We also have videos on the website from that event as well. Hopefully next year you'll make it to the event uh, because it really was a great day. And so let's jump right in. Here we go. I'm Bryce Johnson here at Man Up Charlotte. It's a conference that has been going on in Pittsburgh for the last couple of years, and now we have brought it to Charlotte, and I am pumped right now because we are joined by the MC for today. He's Eugene Robinson. He played 16 years in the NFL, played in three Super Bowls, winning one in 1996 with the Packers. He also played for the Seahawks, Falcons, and Carolina, and is currently an analyst for the Panthers. And, and so he's the MC, and he joins us now here at the Man Up Conference in Charlotte. Eugene, yes, how are you? I'm doing great. Man, well, we're, we're pumped to have you yes. uh, back on Unpacking It and, and a part of Man Up. And, and so we got to start, though, with, with a, a couple quick thoughts on the Panthers. It's yes. the offseason. OTAs have been going on. What have you seen? What are kind of your initial thoughts in the summer? Listen, that young man, DJ Moore, the one that they drafted, that kid is the truth. Um, mm. he, he, he's the real deal now. He has uh, been a lot said about, he reminds you of Steve Smith. Yep. I think he's going to remind you of Steve Smith. And Steve Smith was one of the most ferocious receivers ever to put on a Panther uniform. And I think this combination of what here, let me back it up. Last year, one of the things that we struggled, we struggled in the receiving core. Guys were just hurt. In and out. Samuels was hurt. Demare Bird was hurt. Bunch was hurt. KB gets traded. It was uh, it was so disjointed. I mean, we ended up with Burson, Kaylin Clay. Um, I forget, uh, Shepard. We ended up with that crew. Now we got a new crew that's coming in. DJ Moore's headlining that. They got they picked up uh, Torrey Smith. They got right. Yeah, they got a number of guys right there to add to their mix. And having the Funches, having a Demare Bird get back in the mix, and having Samuels go ahead and really assume the role of that second-round draft pick, I'm telling you, dude, I'm, I'm excited because I think and Coach North Turner, where everybody touches the rock, yeah, everybody gets to eat, 
I, I, I'm excited for the Carolina Panthers offensively because I think this is going to really revolutionize Cam Newton's game. Wow. And why do you say that? Because no longer is he going to be so myopic. He runs, he runs the ball and then he throws the ball, but he's primarily a runner. And your mindset, if you're a defensive back, when you think of him as a runner and he starts to take on that move, then it's easier to go and hit him. It's easier to go ahead and, and look to take your shots on him. You, you, that's unnecessary beating you want to take. Oh, yeah. You want to be back like Roethlisberger. You want to be the Tom Brady where you're sitting back in the cut and you throw the rock. Or Russell Wilson, when you're sitting back there, then you Run scramble out. To. Run when you need to. Now, if he starts running when he needs to, he becomes much, much more dangerous, and his runs become effective with less hits because he's standing up, going out of bounds, and sliding because now he's beating people with his arms. So I'm looking forward to what North Turner is going to do in this evolution, this transformation I think is going to really take place with arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the league who's matured a lot because, don't forget it, he's a dad. Yeah, that's right. a dad. That's Maturity right. Maturity comes by being a father. So I'm excited about what we look for, what we're looking like offensively and defensively. I'm just a big fan. Don Terry, Paul, oh, my goodness. Nice. Malena. I mean, nice we signing. Lost, we lost Starla Tulele to the Ravens. When we picked up Poe, Poe actually – It's a big pickup. It's a huge pickup, Bryce, and he actually beat us. When we lost to uh, Atlanta, he was one of the primary reasons why we lost. He was just in the backfield. Man, to grab a, a rivals yes. player, it's, uh, it's a big move. Yes, so, it is. All right, you, you mentioned fatherhood for, yes. for Cam Newton, and so it's on our mind today because here at Man Up Charlotte, talking about being a husband, being a father, impacting our, our community. How, how passionate are, are you just about the, this whole concept of manning up and, and being a part of th- this conference today? You know, it's a fourfold process. They have a thing called Dad 1, Dad 2, Dad 3, Dad 4. Dad 1, I'm going to be a dad to my kids. Mm. Uh, dad two, I'm going to be a dad in my community. Dad three, I'm going to be a dad to the fatherless. And then dad four, which is a call to bring somebody alongside with you the next time we have this conference. I think this is a great initiative. Uh, this, uh, I didn't realize our 50 out of 50, our city is lacking. We're last. And we, there is a fatherless problem and an a absentee dad problem in our community. And it's not just black. It's not just white. It's not just Hispanic. It's, the, it's everyone. It touches everyone. An and epidemic. When, and when fatherlessness touches everyone, there's so many statistics that really go up. Prison, go up. Suicide, drugs, go up. Those things can be directly related back to fatherlessness. And so what we're trying to do here in Charlotte is to curb that, to mitigate it, to stop it somehow, to to cut it in half, to stop it at the knees by men taking their place. And I'm not asking you to be the greatest dad. I'm not asking you, you know, because you're not going to have any flaws. I'm saying once you start to step up and start to assume your role and assume your rightful office of being a dad, it's going to transform a child, and that child is going to make a huge difference in our community and make a huge difference in their own families and what they do and what they teach. And So that's what we're asking you to do. Eugene Robinson, our guest right now on Unpacking It here at Man Up Charlotte. And when you think about what has defined your your view of a man, how did football factor into that view? And then how has Jesus kind of changed that that perspective or, or how do they fit together? You know, I've, I've, I've grown up with a dad. My dad uh, and my mom were together. And then as a, when I got older, my senior year, when I turned 18, they got divorced. Mm. Uh, so, but my dad was in the house, and that wasn't always the best. But my dad was in the house, and he would show up sometimes and not show up. And, and unfortunately, my dad was plagued by um, 
and end up almost dying from dying from cancer. But the alcoholism and the excessive smoking and just it just wasn't a good combination back then. And he ended up dying at 68. Mm. But I, I had a dad that was in the home. Uh, when I became a Christian, things changed. Things changed because a lot of things that maybe I got away with, and a lot of things that I did that I didn't really care about, a lot of things I did because I just didn't know. Mm. God just kind of changed that entire dynamic, that entire thing. Coming under the umbrella of God and knowing that I was forgiven and knowing that God loved me, that was a huge deal. Hmm. It was huge, and it changed. It colored my entire world and changed my entire perspective of how I viewed everything. No longer was it about me. No longer was it about, you know, pull myself by the bootstraps, go ahead and make as much money as you can. You know, it, yeah, it, was, yeah. it, it was about me trying to serve the Lord and me being a dad cool. and, and, and taking the office of dad. The most important thing I could do is love my wife and love my kids. That's the most important thing that I can do. And it's awesome. I did, that's man enough. That, but that's learning. And here, here it is. I had not done that all the time. Hmm. And so the, the truth of it is I haven't done that to the best of my ability all the time. Yeah. But that's my aim and that's my goal. And that's what I strive to do. And even when I've fallen, I just pick myself back up because football teaches you that. <laughs> and get right back in the next play. And I think that's the mandate of God. You know, and, and that's the forgiveness of God, too. It's like, of course you're going to stumble. Young men stumble in the fall. That's what the Bible says. It said, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up the wings of eagles. They shall not walk and never faint. I mean, they should not run and never faint. I mean, it's, it's, there is a, such a thing as, man, God gives you not only second chances, but he infuses you with life and you you get to go ahead and, and impact someone else. Man, lo- love the message of grace, and, and you mentioned the, the, the concept of, of stumbling, which we do. And at the same time, though, as you look at today's man, and whether it's an NFL player or a regular sports fan, what, what concerns you? And, and maybe even some things that we've accepted as a, as a culture or, or things that, you know, hey, we stumble, we fall, but at the same time, we've got to man up and address some of these issues well, what's something that comes to mind for One you? One of the things that really concerns me, and it's, it's, it's been really prevalent, is almost this us-against-them mentality in our country right now. Hmm. Um, I, I'm really concerned about, this is, this is the great thing about Jesus Christ, breaking down barriers, because you know, I no longer, I see myself, I'm, I'm black, of course, but I see myself as a Christian. Yep. I'm a black man who just happens, I'm, I'm a Christian who just happens to be black, or a Christian who happens to play football, a Christian who happens to like music. <laughs> I, I find my identity becoming a Christian first, and not, disc- not discrediting my color. And I think in our society today that we got this us against them mentality that is so divisive, and I think it's going to reverberate and it's going to affect our children. Hmm. That divisiveness is going to affect our children and some small, if we can't go ahead and get together. If be money, if we can't go ahead and sit here and have a conversation, agree to disagree, whatever, if yeah. we can't, yeah. something's, something's wrong. And, and what unites us is coming under the umbrella of Christ. We're going to like this, hold up. What does God have to say about this? Boom. Then hmm. we, I'm going to go with that. And, and that's what I think I, I get scared of. Yeah. I'm, I'm afraid that there's so much divisiveness in our country right now that black, white, Hispanic, Asian, it just, it, just, it just colors everything right now, and that needs to be eradicated. So what are maybe some initial steps or action points, or, or how do you see some of that changing? Well, I think a lot of it is, and, and this is what this fatherless campaign is addressing, this men's conference is addressing, is that how can I be 
the one-on-one with a kid. This is it's like I'm, I'm eating an elephant one bite at a time, if you will, hmm. and I start with my children. So dad one is, I'm going to be a dad to my kids. Yep. What does that mean? Me pouring in, me protecting, me loving, me giving good advice and, and nurturing my child and, and, and being intentional about that. Then I'm going to do that in my community. If we're doing that process step by step, slowly, meticulously, if we're doing that, my goodness, it's going to change that whole narrative, what we see now with the division, because now when you throw out fake stuff or you got divisional stuff like this, you get to color it based on what God has said was poured out in this child who knows what the truth and can address it based on truth and not based on color or whatever. That's right. Whatever that may be. And, and when we're linking arms for bigger purposes. and, and You ain't never lie. Then we're, then we're really, there's more of a teamwork, yep. and, and so that, that's how we've got to incorporate that into our communities especially. And so we're talking with Eugene Robinson here on Unpacking It. We're, we're at the, the Man Up Charlotte Conference, and, and, and we'll wrap up with just kind of two quick nuggets. And, and so when you think about being a husband, and you've been married for how many years? 32 years. 32. What's maybe one, one nugget or one word of wisdom? Listen to your wife. <laughs> she really does go ahead and make it, at least my wife does. She's made a huge difference in mm. my life. And, and, you know, I could easily, like, man, I want to hear this, that, but I, I, I've always been to humble myself and, like, to listen. And being in communication with her and listening, that's really saved my marriage. Wow. That's you great. Know, it's really that's saved a, my marriage because my wife so has cool. every reason to go ahead and divorce me, and 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 she would have every reason based on my transgressions in the past. But that wasn't the narrative, because she loved the Lord Jesus Christ more than she loved me, mm. and because she loved Jesus Christ, she could love me. That's awesome. And to say you're a big talker, so to say listening is the key. That's uh, I know I talk too, <laughs> I talk too much. That's why we love you. I talk too much, B. That's right. You that's know. right. All right. So uh, then the other part of that is you're a father of how many? Two kids. Two kids. So, my daughter is thirty and she'll be thirty-one, and my son is twenty-eight years old. And I love being dad. And let me just say this, this yep. quick story. I remember when my daughter was born. And I used to always read to my wife's womb, reading Bible stories. And I remember when she was, this is when I really fell in love with my daughter. When she was first born and she's fresh and new, two things I remember. I remember her smell. I was going, oh, my goodness, baby smell new. And I'm all like, what's this? <laughs> but then I started to talk, and I happened to go away talking to a, a, a relative. I started to talk. And because my daughter, I've, I've spoken to my daughter in the womb, my, the people say, oh, my goodness, what is she doing? She's trying to find where my voice is because she knew my voice. Wow, that's And cool. I knew it in that connection. I said, hold it. She knows my voice, and she finds me. She finds my voice and fixes her gaze in that direction, and I was hooked. Man, that's cool. Brittany, I am hooked. Oh, I love it. I am hooked. I was hooked. Smitten. Man. So that was about that, my story with my daughter. That's awesome. No, I love it. So, so one key word of wisdom to, to the dad, maybe even a new dad. What would you say to a new dad is just one nugget that, that, that can be powerful for him? Well, people watch what you do, not what you say. That's good. Yeah, so just go ahead and walk it. I love it. That's great. Well, be good money. stuff. There's Eugene Robinson. Thank you, sir. Joining us here on Unpacking It at the Man Up Charlotte Conference. And uh, always great to catch up with him. So my big takeaway from the interview is how important listening is. And he was talking about it in the context of marriage. And I'll, I'll say yes and then expand it to a lot of areas of life. The value of listening. 
and here I am on the radio. I'm, I'm talking. You're listening to me. I'm used to talking. And so I'm with Eugene, though. We've got to be quiet. We've got to listen. And, and it starts with listening to God and, and each day being in tune to his voice, recognizing what that looks like, how he you know, either speaks through other people or, or through his word. There, there are messages that, that he wants us to understand and truths that he wants us to understand, but we've got to listen. So often we even ask him questions, but we don't listen for the answer. And, and so I think, too, listening to our, our wives and the people that are important to us because they're telling us something about themselves or uh, something that we need to hear personally that's so crucial. And if we, if we don't hear it, we're, we're missing out. And I think in marriage, so often my wife is, is either saying something very clearly or blatantly, or I got to listen and, and, and read between the lines a little bit to really know what's going on and, and to, again, be in tuned with, with what's being said. And, and so we're, we're just we're, we're inundated with noise and we hear a lot of stuff, but we don't always listen and, and we don't always take in what's being said, process it fully, test it, question it, and really listen to the answers when we question what we hear. And, and so I just thought that was a, a good thought. And in marriage, so, so often I'll, I'll tell people, yeah, communication is key. And a lot of times it's just, oh, yeah, we just got to talk. You got to talk to your wife and, and, and all that. But the listening is sometimes the tough part, but maybe the, the more important part uh, as well. So uh, it, it's, it's equal because you want to speak yourself but, and, and share with her what's on your heart, but also you want to be able to listen. So good stuff from Eugene. Uh, really appreciate him being a part of the show. That's all for today, but be sure to check out our website, unpackingit.com. Make sure you subscribe to our email devotional. We call it Unpack This. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and check out all of our great podcast interviews as well as the two-minute timeout. Thank you so much for listening today. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I'm Bryce Johnson, and this is the Unpacking It podcast where we unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. We'll talk to you next time.